morning and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. I say good morning depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, my name is Chad Russell. That's Kurt Souter of Further Stone Ministries. And you're listening now to Solid Steps Radio. We're a show for men, by men, talking about man stuff from a man's perspective. And uh, if you're listening for the very first time, thanks for listening. Uh, the name of the show, Solid Steps. We want to help men walk solidly, taking good steps in life. We, uh, we believe that you were destined by God's creation, made in his image, to walk as a man and walk with God. And our solid steps are hoping to point you and just to be, as we've said before, a tool in your toolbox of life. Just to help be an encouragement, sometimes be a challenge. How are you doing today, Kurt? Doing great, man. You know, it's, it's all about, we, we just want to encourage guys, equip them, and uh, prepare them. To be, uh, you know, better men, step up to the plate, be godly men, seek yeah. after. You know, the Bible says in First uh, John two, helping men walk as Jesus walked. That's if we're gonna if we're gonna follow Jesus, we want to walk like He walked. It's so, a walk. That's right. Yep. So I gotta tell you this funny story, which segue. I say funny, it depends on who you listen to. <laughs> listen, but uh, segueing into what our our topic today, we'll introduce our guest here shortly, but. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I've got five kids and, and all boys from nine down to seven months. And last night we were kind of getting the kids to bed and. I told the oldest. That's got to be. I mean, how long does that take? About seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I told him. So we're starting, honey, yeah. at about five yeah. o'clock. Let's get them yeah. fed real quick. And uh. so I told the oldest too. I said, go outside for like a few minutes and just hang out outside while we start the process here with all the young ones. I don't know. Five minutes go by. Front door flies open. Ah! Just crying. <laughs> Somebody comes in. I make sure they're. I realize nobody's mortally wounded, but I hear crying. He hit me with a bat. I go. And then I hear my other son before I even see him. It was a plastic bat. It wasn't even a real bat. They're coming in and they're they're I me. Mean, they're both yelling at me. And one's crying. I feel like a I feel like a, a police officer trying to break up a bar fight. I go, you go over here, sit down. You come over here, and I go, what happened? He goes, he he hit me with a bat right across the back. I go, what'd you do? Pause. Well, I just nothing. And then I got the other one. I go, what happened? He goes, he came up and grabbed me in the face. And he goes, and he looked at me, my oldest. He goes, and you told me if somebody ever punches me, I can punch back. <laughs> go, I about your brother. I didn't mean your brother. <laughs> <laughs> he, he basically, his defense was, it was self-defense, right? So I was just defending myself against my little brother. Or, you know, so we got that worked out. But, but today, we're talking about that laughingly, but we're talking about the show, topic of the show today is self-defense. And how do we defend ourselves and protect ourselves as a family? Uh, and as individuals, uh, you, you know, really, it's about you know, as men. How do we not just protect ourselves, but even more importantly, how do we protect our wives right. and our kids? You know, I, I'm reminded, uh, Chad. Do you remember when uh, the Titanic went down? What was the role of the men? Do you remember? Well, it was to make sure the women and the children got off the ship. Is that right? Absolutely. You know, everybody gets the lifeboat. It's it's the ladies and it's the kids who get the lifeboats, okay. and it was just a selfish. You know, knuckleheads who, uh, you know, tried to get on the lifeboats, but it was the men of courage who went down with the ship and, you know. Right. So, uh, yeah, so today we, we got a great, we got two guys here. I'm really excited to just uh, hear their hearts. And uh, so we got Bill Weedman. Bill, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Kurt. And we got Rick Rowe. W- welcome, Rick. Good morning, Kurt. It's good to see you guys. And uh, so we're going to talk about, uh, you know, def- self-defense and taking care of ourselves, taking care of our families and all that. But let's uh, let's just get to know you just a little bit. Bill, you've been married to Peggy for how long? 38 years. That's good. She's put up with you a long time. Yes, she has. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us about your kids. Well, I have two sons, uh, 
32 and 28. Uh, they're both boys. One's a Louisville Metro police officer here in town, and uh, my oldest son is a uh, he works at a doctor's office, but he teaches martial arts and um, has been a fighter since he was four years old, actually, <laughs> and was a professional fighter before he retiring about a year ago. Um, now, we say professional. We t- is this MMA, mixed M- martial MMA, arts? he had a contract with Bellator and okay. um, uh, was uh, professional fighting and sustained his family on that career for about seven years. Ooh, sweet. Fighting for a living. Fighting for a living. And he learned how to fight from who? Uh, well, from me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, uh, Brent, where did you learn how to fight? Uh, I learned it from my daddy. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the best teachers. And yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Right. So he learned it from his dad, and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more. Rick, you you've been married to Sherry how long? Uh, Sherry and I uh, have a blended family. We've been married uh, twelve years. Twelve right. years. Six six kids. Right. Six yeah. total kids, and you, you you just shared with me. You got another grandbaby. A new grandbaby, right? Uh, Elliot Joseph, uh, just uh, born this last weekend, and uh, we went up to see him, and he's a, a beautiful little boy, and uh, we look forward to uh, playing with him in the days to come. And you so. said this is number seven. Number seven, uh, right? So that's yeah. a good biblical number. Yeah, it hey, is. so um, uh, blended family. You've been doing that for twelve years. That's that's got to be a exciting adventure it's been it's been an adventure right <laughs> as god always provides uh, courage you well know uh, but uh yeah it's been a, a great uh, a great journey so, so uh tell us how long you've been fighting well uh kurt uh <laughs> all my life <laughs> I, I do have a brother um but uh i started uh in uh martial arts um about 30 years ago right really this year at 30 years and uh i, I go to, to uh, a school uh, terry middleton's uh in new albany he's been there uh 44 years and um He's we, been teaching martial arts for 44 years? He, he sure has. Wow, how old is yeah. he? Uh, he's a little bit older uh, than me. I think he's 67. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got some great wheelchair techniques now. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will tell you, um, uh, that's one of the lessons I did learn. Uh, you never want to go by size, and you don't want to go by age uh, when it comes to those moments where you have to uh, defend yourself. Yeah, because Rick, right. okay, yeah. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this, yeah, Rick, how, how, how tall are you? About 5'8". Five eight yep. and a hundred and sixty pounds. Hundred uh, a whopping yeah. hundred and sixty pounds, yeah, right. dripping wet. You right. know, and and sixty four years old. And sixty four <laughs> years old. Right. And I would hate to meet you in the back alley. Well, you know, you want to prepare. Uh, that's that's the deal. Uh, always be always be prepared. Uh, but that's that is one of the lessons I learned. But to kind of uh, finish that up, um, thirty years at, at at Terry Middleton's, and I'm still teaching down there uh, today. So uh, you're t- you're teaching, and are you still taking lessons too? Well, you, you never stop learning, Kurt, and that's uh, kind of uh, part of our program today. Is that uh, I would believe that you never stop learning, uh, and the minute you think you that you have, uh, you're probably going to run into trouble. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, wow. That's that's good stuff yeah, right there. That's, that's true stuff. Right. So, uh, Bill, when when did you start fighting? I, I mean, I say fighting, doing martial arts, and uh, wow. Um, I started when I was a teenager. I was just interested in that because I was uh, raised by a single mom and uh, didn't have a dad influence in my life and. Uh, a person who became my mentor and like my dad got me involved in martial arts at the time and just kind of did just some guy stuff with me and uh, just some manly stuff with me and um, it just kind of took off it became my sport if you will Uh, I became a police officer and worked 30 years on the police department Uh, wound up being on the SWAT team wound up being the 
uh, use of force instructor uh, was trained. I was a firearms instructor, been certified as a use of force uh, expert, been uh, uh, in the state of Kentucky for court systems and have testified uh, in defense and for uh, police officers. So. Uh, it's kind of been my life, to be honest with you, yeah. since I was uh, just a teenage. Uh, Bill, boy. since I've been here in Louisville for 17 years, uh, before I even met you, I'd, I'd hear comments like, have you, met, have you ever met Bill Weedman? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. And, you know, I hear this a few times, and then um, I, I meet you, and I'm like, well, I mean, so so describe your, your – your, uh, are you six foot? I'm six feet, 180 pounds. So, you, I mean, you're not – you know, but uh, you are – you're known as the uh, – uh, this weapon <laughs> your whole body is known as a weapon that's all smoke and mirrors <laughs> that's what a good story will carry you through life <laughs> well so i i remember uh, so t- just um tell us a real quick story i mean uh swat team you say when when you because you used to do all kinds of i mean drug busts and all kinds of stuff in the middle of the night two o'clock three o'clock in the morning yeah and you used i I think it's three words that you when you're when you're going after the bad guys is it three words three words you're talking uh, (laughs) something like overpower you know uh stick it up stick them up No, but it, um, you surprise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Surprise, speed, and violence of action. Yeah, that's what it is. Surprise, surprise them. Yeah. Speed, do it quick. Yes. And that then, doesn't mean you hurry into it. <laughs> that means when you execute your plan, do it quickly. Right. And people get they get turned off by that phrase, violence of action. It just means use overwhelming force. I mean, you don't go in and beat somebody, but uh, when you're in a confrontation and you are doing a tit for tat type of a fight, if you will. That's the way people really get hurt. But if you want to subdue somebody, if you put them down quickly and firmly with overwhelming force, that means if you have two or three guys, three guys pile on and you just you just pull in a police matter, you put the guy down, pin the guy down quickly, and you get less injury that way. It's just over with quicker. People get don't get hurt that way. And uh, so speed, surprise, and violence of action. <laughs> Violence, violence of action. action. Yeah. I like that. This is a show for men, <laughs> by men. We're talking violence of action. Right. Right. <laughs> so we'll talk about that um, in, a, in a little bit. We, we, we've got to take a break here. Yeah, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We're going to talk with Bill and Rick about uh, self-defense protection. How do you do it as a family? How do you do it as yourself, your wives, your children? We're going to unpack a lot of that and all their history and their past, and, and hopefully you guys can use that as a tool to uh, just be a little bit safer. So we're going to take a break and come back on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our second segment of Solid Steps Radio. If you want to catch the first segment or any of our past shows, you can go to our Facebook page. You can go to soundcloud.com. You can go to furtherstillministries.org. Uh, but the best way to hear is go to our Facebook page and just type in the search window, Solid Steps Radio, and you'll see Kurt and I's ugly mug come up. And you can click on that, and you can hear all of our past shows. We put those up on a Sunday night or Monday morning for uh, all of our history of all of our past shows, and you can hear all of them in their entirety commercial-free. Thanks to our sponsors, Kara Rogers Carpet One. If you need some new flooring, please go see Ken Martin and his crew and Ellen and Credit Union for all your financial needs. Uh, please give them a call. So we want to thank our sponsors and thank our guests, Bill Weedman and Rick Rowe, who are on today talking about protecting ourselves. So, yeah, it's, you know, I, I'm thinking about this verse, Chad, uh, that I, it's just kind of a obscure verse. First Chronicles 7, 
uh, says, uh, talking about the tribe of Asher, and it says they were heads of families, choice men, brave warriors, and outstanding leaders. I'm like, hey, that's kind of what we're talking about today. That's, that's really what, 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 for all our listeners, for all of us to be that kind of uh, guy who leads his family and, uh, and, and protects his home and does the right things. So, uh, Bill, uh, the last segment we talked about in, in the police force, it's, it's all about uh, surprise, speed, and we, we talked violence of action. And, and you said in, in the break, it's really overwhelming force. I mean, that's kind of a... That's not, great. Yeah, that's... Uh, you take that last and it, it just doesn't sound good, if you will. <laughs> this is a Christian radio station. We're talking about violence of action. So, uh, overwhelming force. I yeah. mean, but what, what, what your, your heartbeat is, is to stop... Stop the bad guy that's correct right and uh you stop you stop the threat it's not about hurting somebody it's not about doing it's not about causing harm it's about stopping the threat and what amount of force is used to stop the threat and you use just it for somebody to say well you use just enough uh you can get into a really precarious situation you want to use enough force to make sure you're going to shut it down that doesn't mean you unnecessarily use uh lethal force when it wasn't when it wasn't called for obviously and you're not going to just uh overwhelm but you're going to make sure that whatever you do is going to stop the threat yes and when you're a guy especially uh the scenario you're you're the guy in the house and somebody's broken in and you you put it into the situation and you got your wife and your family in the back room you want to make sure you stop the threat you're not just going to be you're just not going to be playing around there yeah so but uh in between the break rick we were talking um hopefully we the vast majority of us won't have to use you know surprise speed and violence of action it's 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 preparing beforehand it's being prepared talk about that a little right. bit oh sure uh, well they're uh, in the in the martial arts and boxing it, our school uh, that i go to has boxing kick kickboxing uh and uh, mma class and you know we practice th- these techniques every day uh, to be prepared for that confrontation, if you will, and so really the the deal in your uh, in your homes and in, in really in your in your walk, you must always prepare every day. I, I mentioned earlier that uh, failure will come the minute you think you're you're ready for the battle. Mm-hmm. You you have to prepare for that battle every day, and so practice is uh, is a key element uh, uh, to uh, being prepared for that battle. Uh, so. Uh, you you never stop training, you never stop learning, and that, that's the healthy way to to walk. So right. to, uh, let, let's talk about awareness, and you know, you know before I mean being prepared. I mean many of our listeners are not going to be able to do you know martial arts you know training like like oh, sure. you guys been up to. Sure. But how do we how do we be alert? How do we prepare our wife and our kids so that they can be safe? You know, we, because it, you know it, we're, it's in a crazy world right now. You know, Kerr, one thing that we uh, we talk about that in police survival tactics a lot when I was a trainer, and it's uh, it's referred to as situational awareness. And uh, unfortunately, in in uh, a comfortable country like America, too many of us are in a daydream state from time to time. A lot of times, you find that you walk yourself into a situation that you never saw yourself being placed there in the first place. So, situational awareness is nothing more than just being aware of what's going around. It's it's referred to in police world is color condition yellow. It means you're you're cautious, but you're not paranoid. It's not that you're walking around seeing a bad guy behind every rock, 
but uh, there's one simple technique that you can find it when just in day-to-day action when walking down the street when walking through is keeping your head up on the plane on the horizon don't look down at your feet uh, like in a daydream straight that's how you walk up on situations that you never saw you're if you're at a downtown street or any street and you're just walking keep your eyes on the horizon just kind of gaze or look around it's best referred to like a house cat it's very difficult to sneak up on a cat but cats are very seldom antsy they're just aware but they know what's going on around them and that's the condition that it just wise to be in when you're out in public or when you're just out and uh, you know you do that in a third world country you don't survive very long if you're in a daydream straight but um, it's just a wise thing to do to be aware of your around your surroundings. You know, I, I, there was a friend of mine who said, you know, every time I come walking out of a theater, uh, he, he says, before I actually walk, I, I'm, as I'm walking out, I, I, I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm scanning the parking lot, I'm, I'm trying to assess, you know, what's just what's going on out there before I just nonchalantly, you know. Yeah. And part of this preparedness is one of the best things you can gain yourself in self-defense is distance. It just, it, uh, there's a great proverb that I used to use talking with police. I would bring this up in, in police survival tactics. It's Proverbs 27:12, that the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and suffer for it. Mm. So if you see something that's not right, you walk out and you say, well, that, that guy standing there, that, that doesn't look right. Don't just shrug it off and go on and walk past him. That you probably see something you're not even aware of that's not normal and if it if it flags in your mind wow that's not right then get some distance and think about it wow i i mean it's it's keeping your eyes open keeping your ear ears open it's paying attention it's staying focused right and uh and it's also i think rick you were alluding to this you know early it's really also being attuned to the to the holy spirit and listening to what's kind of going on around us around right right um you got any thoughts on that well i was just gonna uh, kind of take off on what bill was just saying is that being aware of your surroundings in is is critical uh, you know we've we've all seen the videos of people on their uh, we talked about social media a while ago everybody's on their cell phone and they're looking at social media they're responding to a text or they're responding to an email and they've not raised their head up and look and they're not looking around to see what's in front of them uh, just being sur- uh, aware of your surroundings uh, is is really important um, and listening listening to uh, in the spiritual uh, sense listening to the the leading of the Holy Spirit when he's warning you uh, and maybe you heard it but you're not listening carefully uh, it is uh, it's an important piece to, to winning that battle and being successful you know, I, I mean, this is kind of a, maybe a, a story. I actually, it was a police officer who just, um, he pulled me over. <laughs> and then he tells me this story. And it was, it was, it was he sensed that the, that the Lord was saying there was, there was a storm coming. And uh, he could tell, you know, the wind's starting to pick up. And the clouds are, you know, gathering. And, and he sensed the Lord was saying, get in the truck. Get in the, get in the truck. And he was with his wife and his kids, and he, he said, get in the truck, you know, and and um, he, he got, as soon as they got in the truck and they shut the door, um, a bolt of lightning hit the tree right next to their, mm-hmm. to their truck. It killed their dog uh, because the dog wasn't in the truck and at the base of the tree and blew all the fuses out in the, in the, in the automobile. And wow. uh, he says, if I didn't listen to the Lord, uh, and, and so, we, you know, it's... It's it's we got to be prepared, 
but we also need to just be, uh, you know, listen to the Lord and what He's saying. Have a, be yeah. in tune with what's going on. I think one of the, you, you talked about your home security and uh, uh, making sure that your house is safe and your family's safe there. A lot of that goes back to just good security measures like locks and making sure you lock your windows, lock your doors. But it's also educational. Uh, you don't want to be an alarmist with your family and scare your kids half to death. But I talked to my boys a lot when they were growing up about, hey, if anything ever happens at night and we hear we hear a noise and dad gets up to look, here's what I want you to do. I don't want them to I don't want them to come out and walk around. I want them to go in their I want them to go in their bedrooms, close the doors, and stay there. I want to know where they are. Right. And um, talk about uh, we always worry about a home invasion at night, but most burglaries occur during the day in working hours, and how they occur. A person will knock on your front door, they'll ring the doorbell, and when there is no answer, they'll go around back and they'll break in because they think, well, maybe the people are out. So if you're home during the day, I had a situation where my oldest son, when he was 10, called me on the phone and said, Dad, there's somebody knocking on the door. It's 10 o'clock in the morning in the summertime. He was out of school, and he was uh, old enough. We left him by himself in the house for a couple hours while my wife was shopping and I was working. And he called me and he said, there's somebody knocking on the door in my... Immediately, I thought, "Wow, is this you know is this somebody knocking? Is he going to come around now and and uh, and try and break in the house?" So I talked to my boys about that, about uh, just being make sure you make a lot of noise. You don't not to answer the door. You don't want to do that. But uh, there's a time that maybe call the police or get some, get a car to go by there and find out what's going on, or to make sure that you make enough noise, you have a TV on or something, so that they know somebody's inside and they're just not answering the door for you. But um, that's a there's a lot just educational and how you educate your family and um, it goes a long way. Just really, it's 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 having conversation with your family, uh, training them. Yep, I had a uh, <clears throat> had a uh, fire uh, fireman tell me once. He said, "Whoever has the plan it survives. If you have a plan, you'll su- you'll survive the fire. What are you going to do if there's a fire? What are you going to do if there's somebody?" He said, "Those are the people." Who had the best chance of surviving? So we're going to come back. You take a break. Come back. Talk more about having plans about safety and protection. We're going to talk about uh, uh, ladies and what they can do, men, what you can do, and maybe what do we tell our kids about protection? We're going to take a break on Solid Steps Radio. 